0: This is Examined Sport, a podcast of the Sports Ethicist. I am your host, Sean Klein. Each episode of Examined Sport focuses on a paper in the philosophy of sport literature. We look at classic discipline-defining articles, exciting newly published works, and dig deep for important but not as well-known papers. You can subscribe, comment, and find an archive of all shows along with links and related information at sportsethicist.com. In this episode of Examined Sport, I look at Cesar Torres and Peter Hagar's article, The Desirability of the Season-Long Tournament, a Response to Finn. Published in the Journal of the Philosophy of Sport in 2011, this article, as the title suggests, is Torres and Hagar's response to Stephen Finn's in defense of the playoff system. That article was the focus of an earlier Examined Sport episode, and I encourage you to go and listen to that first. Now, while Finn defended a playoff system in their article, Torres and Hagar challenged that defense and offer arguments for the superiority of the season-long tournament model over the playoff system. So to start, we need to review the basics of Finn's argument for the playoff system. Finn uses Sigmund Lowland's distinction between structural and intentional goals of sport as the basis of his defense. The structural goal of sport is, as Lowland puts it, quote, to measure, compare, and rank two or more competitors according to athletic performance. This measurement and comparison seems to many to be the primary point, the core purpose of sport. Meanwhile, the intentional goals are, quote, multiplicity of personal reasons to partake in competitive sport. These might include skill, entertainment, health, political, or financial objectives, end quote. Now, Finn, with Lolan, argues that some kinds of intentional goals can sometimes override the structural goals. He says that the intentional goals of entertainment, drama, and otherwise meaningful experiences that playoffs can offer can and should be taken seriously. And sometimes the structural goal of accurate measurement of of excellence should give way to these intentional goals. Torres and Hagar sum it up. Quote, Finn argues that the intentional goal of entertainment as manifested by athletes, spectators, and officials is not only worthy of consideration, but also legitimizes the choice of the playoff system. Now, part of Finn's case is that playoffs can offer superior narratives that offer more excitement and meaning for athletes and spectators. So even though, as Finn acknowledges, a playoff system is not always the best indicator of athletic excellence since You know, fluky things happen that might lead to an inferior team winning the championship. This is made up for by the gains of the more meaningful and exciting playoff process. Now, Torres and Hagar focus their argument on these two main points. They reject that intentional goals can override structural goals. And they reject that the playoff system offers superior narratives and experiences. They uh, acknowledge that intentional goals such as entertainment have a place in sport, but quote, they are logically subjugated to the structural goal of sport and its internal goods of excellence. The entertainment and enjoyment to be had in sport is necessarily secondary to the internal goods of excellence that the structural goal sets out for sport. What counts on this view as relevant and appropriate entertainment is what can be had through the pursuit of the internal goods of the sport. That is, the intentional goals only come in after the structural goals. So the intentional goals cannot override the very goals that make them possible or give them meaning. Since playoffs, as Finn also acknowledges, can undermine structural goals, and since structural goals are logically superior to intentional goals, a playoff system necessarily undermines our best interpretation of sport. Playoffs, on this view, are inconsistent with the internal goods and excellences of sport at its best. Torres and Hagar conclude that the playoff system, quote, vitiates the measurement and comparison of athletic excellence to promote values such as drama, fun, and entertainment, which as demonstrated previously, are logically dependent on the relevant internal goods of excellence in competitive sport. Torres and Hager also challenge the other part of Finn's view that playoffs offer a superior sporting narrative or more meaningful sporting experience. Using Rugby Union as a case study, they point to evidence that playoffs lead to, quote, conservative, speculative, and negative play, end quote. They claim that rugby is at its best, uh, that it is more, quote, deeply entertaining, joyful, meaningful, and attractive when try-scoring is sought and manifested, end quote. This kind of play was, according to their evidence, more common in the round-robin phase of the World Cup tournament, while in the knockout stage, try scoring was reduced while penalty goal scoring increased. The shift to a playoff-like system seemed to move the game away from the kind of play that exemplified the core of the game. It not only sacrificed, then, the accurate measuring and comparing of the structural goal of sport, it also seemed to undermine the intentional goals of entertainment, joy, and meaning. Thus, they conclude that, quote, all this suggests that the playoff system implemented in the final stages of the Rugby Union World Cup fosters less entertaining, attractive, and joyful games as it manifestly takes away the real joy of rugby. Now, another line of argument against the playoff system that Torres and Hagar appeal to is that the playoffs lead to an undervaluing of the regular season and in this way undermines the broad narrative of the sport. Quote, Whatever the qualitative character of the narrative that unfolded before this competitive stage, it is of little to no consequence as the playoff constitutes a whole new beginning, end quote. The playoff offers a fresh start. Whatever happened in the regular season is no longer relevant. A team that barely makes the playoffs can beat the team with the best overall record that dominated all year. This underdog is celebrated and feted while the athletic excellence displayed throughout the regular long regular season is quickly forgotten if they lose the championship game. This breaks down any continuity between the athletic excellences of what happens during the season with what happens in the postseason. And this is a common experience in American sports where the playoff system dominates. It is more often than not that the team with the best regular season seems to fail to win the championship in the playoffs. And according to Torres and Hagar, This is a failure. It's a sign of a system that fails at measuring and comparing athletic excellence. They they conclude, quote, rather than enriching the narrative possibilities offered by sport, the playoff system impoverishes them by at best diminishing or at worst denying the significance of the primary season and detracting from athletic excellence in a way that prevents an integrated sport experience. Now, Torres and Hagar offer several further reasons for the superiority of the season-long tournament. One of the reasons they offer for the superiority of the season-long tournament is that the rankings are more accurate and thus more meaningful. Quote, by better accounting for the athletic excellence displayed throughout an entire season by the participants promotes rankings that are not just more accurate, but more importantly, are fully meaningful. End quote. They argue that the ranking itself is not that important, but in a season-long tournament, the rankings will likely be more tied to the athletic excellences needed to sustain the better records throughout the season. Now, because the season-long tournament focuses more on the structural goal of the sport, it is better able to focus on, quote, each sport's internal goods of excellence as a unique social practice, end quote. The sport's meaning, on their view, is grounded on the structural goals, and so is more meaningful when it is focused on these goals. Through submitting to the sport's internal goods of excellence, one gets a richer view of sport because this provides, quote, the ground for the development of dispositions, skills, and accomplishments that make for meaningful and coherent living. Now, the sport experience in the season-long tournament is more meaningful as, as well according to Torres and Hagar, because these experiences are, quote, forged in, around, and through the admirable excellences, end quote. By keeping the focus on athletic excellences, the entertainment, excitement, and drama of sport are more uh, deeply meaningful. Now, in part, this is because the narratives of a playoff system are, according to Torres, Torres and Hagar, more homogeneous. Quote, they are commonplace and less nuanced, end quote. The narratives downplay the nuance and complexities of sport and instead, quote, exude sensation, entertainment, immediateness, simplicity, and conciseness, end quote. The story for season-long tournaments unfold in complex ways where each game has a role to play, quote, each game serves as a terrain in which teams rediscover their identity and it's significant in that regard, end quote. As the season progresses, Each game for each team is part of the overall story and narrative. And this relates to this last reason for the superiority of the season-long tournament. The playoffs are fragmented and episodic. They are not connected to the regular season and often not connected to each other, each round starting anew. But the season-long tournament is a totality. Each game is connected and builds on the narrative of the season campaign. Now Torres and Hagar argue That their account of competitive sport, quote, underlines both its internal goods of excellence and structural goal, thus rendering intentional goals contingent to them, end quote. The structural goals are paramount and the prime focus of the sport. And this account, quote, by fostering dedication to the structural goal of determining athletic superiority through the measurement and comparison of athletic excellence provides the ground for meaningful and coherent living, end quote. In their view, their account is richer, deeper, and more integrated with the moral life because it is tied into excellence rather than mere entertainment and excitement. So they conclude, quote, the season-long system opens up possibilities for deeply significant experiences and narratives, both personally and public, because they are precisely forged in, around, and through athletic excellences rather than a yearning for entertainment. Thank you for listening to Examine Sport. You can subscribe, comment, and find an archive of all shows, along with links and related information at sportsethicist.com. Please also consider rating the show at Apple Podcasts, liking it on YouTube, and sharing on Facebook, Twitter, and elsewhere. You can email the show, sportsethicist at gmail.com.